0: Now back to Fitness Fanatics on 93.7 The Ticket and
1: TheTicketFM.com Alright, welcome back in to the Fitness Fanatics. We had left off. Dave was just getting ready to tell a story. So it was a mm-hmm. perfect time to go to break. So I'm going to turn yep. it back over to Dave and you can start it back up.
0: Yep. <laughs> <laughs> you know, this is this is so embarrassing. I, you like I didn't write down where we're at. Back me up a little because I realized, oh, I had a great story to share. I told share. you to keep and it I, in I, I don't your brain. What we were
2: talking about, <laughs> we were talking we about expectations.
1: Yes, expectations and
2: like you know having having expectations that meet like your effort level and what you're doing and that's kind of where we left off. You said you were going to keep it in your brain, so I've kind I kind of I did,
0: yeah. I did, and then I got sidetracked. It's I, 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 okay. So um, what I, what I wanted to share this story yeah. but, uh, like about the importance of of uh, uh, being able to really. Uh, uh, first off, it, it, not just expectations, but but uh, really uh, uh, appreciate where you're at, is mm-hmm, that yeah. I had an interesting experience happen to me, uh, at, you know, so many times, like, if you, we talked about this earlier, about how some people, um, they've made progress, but they, 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 they want more, and they're yeah. not happy with where they're at, right? And, and, uh, so i was uh, right when COVID first hit so you guys remember mid-march 2020 mm-hmm. okay oh, very well forever right yep mm-hmm. well i was i the, the end of february i i was going on a i had a three-week seminar tour i started in australia went from there to new zealand and then from there to the uk and i had about 17 seminars over 23 days and it was really interesting to see how things were progressing along the way and, and then uh uh, finally, uh, it's, I, I find myself, I've got about another four or five days left. It's, it's March 14th, and I'm in Birmingham. Uh, UK and my wife calls me on the phone and says, "Come home. They're about to close the borders." My mm-hmm. business partner says, "Come home. They're about to close close the borders." So I uh, uh, I find myself at the airport in Birmingham on Sunday morning, March fifteenth, I think it was, and it's a very surreal environment. Man, there's people with hazmat suits going around checking temperatures, and some of the gate agents are saying, "No, it's the borders are closed," and some are saying it's open. It's very stressful, right? Mm-hmm. It, I've never experienced the, the the mood that was going on in the airport. And uh, uh, anyway, so finally, I. I on the same plane, is uh, the same flight that I was on, there was a bunch of college students that had had their semester abroad visas revoked, Mm -hmm. okay? And they're talking and bantering back and forth when all of a sudden one of the girls realizes that she left her phone back at the food court, okay? And by the way, they're about to aboard the plane. Mm -hmm. And so she starts to stress out, understandably so. Mm -hmm. His boyfriend says, I'll go get it. He takes off running. In the meantime they're getting ready to board the plane and she is very apprehensive. She's her friends are trying to calm her down and she's doing her best to maintain her composure but she's having a hard time with it. And right as they say all right group group 1 board guess who comes running back phone in hand big smile on his face boyfriend the hero and yeah the hero and so <laughs> they embrace it's like the you know like she was in a complete state of bliss a complete state of bliss right? <laughs> now the question I have for you and understandably, you guys can identify with that situation. Mm-hmm. So, uh, but here's the question I have. A half hour earlier, before she lost her phone, was she in a state of bliss because she had her, phone, had her phone or did she just have her phone?
2: Yeah. That's about. She that's, just had a yeah. phone, right? It, it
0: took losing it and getting it back for her to appreciate it, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And 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 so I, I think the perspective is 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 that's why I'm such a fan of making sure that I take time every day to kind of be appreciative of the progress I've made, you, you know. Because what that happens is there's, there's there's two ways to become wealthy. One is to uh, acquire all you desire, and the other is to desire all you have. Meaning, appreciate what you have, right? Mm-hmm. And when you do that, and when it, when it comes to fitness, right, when you appreciate the small gains that you've done. What that does that that you know you can take a little pride. Yes, I still have a little body fat. You know, yes, I I still you need to get my runtime down or whatever it might be. However, uh, when I, I appreciate where I've been, that allows me to go forward with more. Uh, first, I make it it's more enjoyable, and also I'm gonna I'm gonna have a little more incentive to stay on track.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's really true because we do you know jeff tells the story about when he was in sales and you know what jeff's story is um in, he was 30 and i was a stay-at-home mom and he was an on-the-road salesman and he was denied life insurance because he didn't take care of himself his um, wow. yeah kidneys and liver yeah, were wow. not functioning properly <laughs> yeah, wow. because Those he yeah. At, 30. Yeah, yeah at 30 yeah at 30 yeah, yeah. yeah. and that's kind of what he says you know like your health problems really don't care. You know, your (laughs) health, diabetes, poor liver, uh, kidney function. It doesn't care about what, what you have going on every day and what you're, you know what I mean? So it's like, that was his turning point of being like, I need to be, you know, in better shape just to be able to provide for my family. So that was kind of, you know, but it's sometimes it's hard if you don't have that realization. (laughs) You know, so it's like, that's really tough to kind of keep people motivated. You know,
0: it's, it's so cool that you turned it around and it's such a great example, but you know, I have a mantra that I, 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 uh, I, I, when I, when I'm, I'm what tempted to cheat on something, I'm at a Mm -hmm. party and it's not my junk day or whatever it is, you Mm -hmm. know, uh, uh, it's being healthy and fit feels better than that tastes. And, and so often what people do is they give in. They Oh, I deserve it. I've been working out hard. <laughs> oh, it's absolutely. been a long yeah. day. <laughs> and, and what happens is, is that then you're always going to lose out. But if you change your perspective towards that stuff, yeah, uh, you know, like like I remember bumping into a friend, a martial arts friend of mine, who's a really talented guy, has not kept very good care of himself. He never has, you know. He's kind of a fun-loving party guy, and now he's, you know, he's not moving much. You know, his his day his days are pretty much past. And and uh, you know, I saw him last summer, and he goes, "Hey, Kovar, looks like you're still into that, you know, fitness stuff, man. You know, you know, <laughs> because I'm pretty clean with what I eat as well." And and I go well, yeah, man. He goes well, not me. I'm gonna I'm gonna enjoy. I'm gonna use this body and I'm gonna enjoy it, you know, until the wheels fall off, right? Well, I'm looking at it and I'm thinking, doesn't look like you're enjoying it too much right now, buddy. Mm -hmm. You know, in other words, you don't pay the price, you reap the benefits. Yeah. And and so like what you did, Jeff. Like you know, I don't have to tell you because you know you're like a different person now. You understand the importance of treating this body as a temple and how you're better for everyone else. And 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 and, you know, it's like uh, it's It's a hard thing to get across, like everybody in your city should be part helping work training with you guys because what you do is so impactful and so life changing it's it, it, it the only thing we can do is is what uh, be as many places as possible to have conversations and when people are interested, uh you know to step in, but here's what mm-hmm. uh, to talk to them, but here's what I would remind you all and and what I remind myself about, have you ever had anybody, uh, uh, like I'm gonna pick on Nicole for a minute, mm-hmm. have you had anybody that you had to encourage to get into the program? OK, mm-hmm. they didn't really want to that after 10 weeks, they lost 40 pounds, you know, and have ever they got up to you go, darn you, Nicole, I'm right. so mad at you for getting <laughs> me involved. You know, I've got all these great friends. I've lost weight. Right. I'm in the best shape of my life. How dare you push me? No, yeah. they thank you. Right. Yeah. And so what's important to understand is the human mind is easily influenced by anything spoken with conviction. And what's the most important that, that we can all do when we're out there talking about our programs is in our heart, believe in what we're doing. Yes, we need, you guys run a business and you need members. Mm-hmm. You know, there's no doubt about it. That's, yeah. that's the nuts and bolts of it, but that's not why you guys are doing this. I can feel this. You're doing this because you believe in your program. Mm-hmm. And, and so that gives us the impetus to have that conversation with someone that we might go, I don't know if I want to bug them or not, but you know what? I know that in the back of your mind, if you're thinking, if I encourage this person that's on the fence to do this, they're going to thank me. They're yeah. going to thank me for this. And I owe it to my community to get out and talk to as many people as I possible. Cause I understand that I can transform their life.
2: Yeah. That's definitely a Jeff. Jeff is the well, cheerleader just, of the group.
1: <laughs> yeah. I just had a, a gal that, uh, we were doing a black Friday sale and we were texting that weekend. And she, I was like, well, you have till Sunday to make a decision. Well, she never decided. Mm-hmm. So then probably Wednesday, Send her another text message. I was like, hey, you know, just want to give you one more opportunity to take care of this. And she replied back. She's like, I wasn't going to do it. <laughs> but you texting me is a sign that says, yes, I need to do this. So her and her partner signed up to do the 10-week challenge.
0: Yeah. So that's such a good example. And, you know, and, you know, now we're, I'm going to switch gears and put on my business hat for a minute. You mm-hmm. know, and you guys know how many times have you had somebody that didn't, that missed the first appointment that you had to text back and missed the second one. Well, about, I don't know, 20 to 25 years ago, one of the guy that was running our our program, one of our locations, a guy named Ken Groovy. He still works for me. He's like the Terminator, man. He never gives up on anybody. And there's this gal, her name was Gina. She DNS six times for her first class, six times. Now what does Ken do every time calls back? Hey, when are you going to come back in? Finally, finally appointment number seven, she shows up. She ends up training with us for a decade. She ends up going to workforce for for three years and she married her husband, met her husband and married her husband. You know, the gentleman that she married came from class and so they end up moving away. They're doing great. Here's the point is, is that the reason why she said later on, the reason why I was so flaky is I had an addiction that I was able to break through training with you and mm-hmm. she also said if it wasn't for training with you i would be dead now there's no doubt about it and so what would have happened if ken would not have picked up the phone on the sixth time mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. and of course we would have missed out on a paying you know customer for seven years of course right and a good employee for three but that's that's not the most important thing is that that uh, you know that, that we we changed her life for the better because of it and when you remember that and when you lead with that the conversation goes you know you, you're more Influential because it's hard to be convincing if you're not convinced, right. and when you're convinced of the benefit of your program, it's easier for people to sh- to feel that.
2: Yeah, yep. That's the kind of that's the thing that I like to tell our members, um, you know, and I always say it jokingly, but whenever they're, you know, I take all of our before pictures. So I see everybody at their very most vulnerable. They're worried about the, they don't know what they've gotten themselves into. And then they have to come in and take this before picture right after they've gotten on a scale and seen a number that maybe they've never seen before on this, how much they weigh and they don't know. So I take all of those pictures. And so I've heard everything. I've heard every, fear and apprehension and excuse. And so I always tell people like that, like her addiction, that doesn't make her special. That makes her normal. And I think sometimes when you have that realization that you're not alone, like that's my, I always say that doesn't not make you special, but that's the way of saying you're not alone in this. Like, you know, we are going to be there with you. I would be shocked at this point, having been in this program for 16 years, I would be shocked if someone came in through the door and told me something that I've never heard. You know, cuz we're right. all b- boiled down, we're all human, you know, we all have a very similar human experience. So, I think that's something that once people hear that, you know, it, it it's kind of a, something I say jokingly, but it's really a way of a reassuring people that we, you know, you can do this. You're not the first person that has had an addiction that is overcoming that and is going to come out the other side even stronger. Do I like to give 100%. that. Yeah. I like to kind of give that message to people too. And then sometimes it sticks with them in their head. Like I'm saying it meanly. And then they jokingly say, I hear you say that in my head all the time when I'm trying to <laughs> make an excuse, you know, I'm like, well, good. <laughs> I want you to hear my voice telling you that, you know,
1: well, we, we, we have made all the excuses. Yeah. We have too. you know, sure. <laughs> yeah. like, I, you know, I didn't get to be 50% body fat and declined life insurance because I was a pillar of health Right. <laughs> I, I made excuses on what I, I I didn't I didn't have time to prepare my meals to pack my lunch to, yeah. so I just stopped at the fast food gas station and
2: that did not make you special
1: no right It no
2: so I like to tell that story so are we probably up against our last break here? Yeah, we're yeah, going to yeah. take
1: last break, and we'll finish up here with Dave Kovar yeah. on 93.7 The Ticket. Kay.